The following program does not necessarily represent the views and opinions of Reality Radio 101, its advertisers and sponsors, or its listening audience. Listener discretion is advised. Good afternoon and welcome to the Liquid Green Health Show with your hosts Fred and Janet Cox right here on Reality Radio 101. To get on board right now, send us an email. Our email address is liquidgreenhealthshow at gmail.com. And now, ladies and gentlemen, right to your hosts of the Liquid Green Health Show, Fred and Janet Cox. Oh, yes. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. It's another Sunday afternoon. Uh, still a lot of snow on the, on the ground, but what the roads week? are what clear. A what a wonderful week. week. We've had a snowy week. Yeah. They said what? This was the most snow for the entire Yeah. It so came far. down. It came down. It came yeah. down. Somebody up there was angry with us on earth and they just dumped it on us, right? <laughs> but uh, we're all good now. This is the Liquid Green Health Show, folks. March the 5th, 2023 is 5.30 p.m. My name is Fred Cox and on my left, your right, is my co-host, Janet Cox, and we are the Coxes. It is Sunday and it's our time to spend some time with you. We want to thank you for allowing us into your space. Good afternoon once again to all of our listeners across Canada, the United States, uh, around the world. And uh, we want to say, you know, this is our time. This is a fun time. So without much ado, this is this and all our past broadcasts are on Spotify. You can also catch us on YouTube. And please, if you're watching us on YouTube, hit that subscribe button, hit the like buttons. We yeah. we want to, you know, we need, we need the boost. Okay. Mm -hmm. So subscribe, like, just type in Liquid Green Health Show and you'll get us. Um, comment, leave one for us as well. We were having some trouble last few weeks, mm -hmm. last couple of weeks. People weren't able to leave comments and uh, it was a tick situation hopefully i fixed it right so okay. well if working. you're one that's going to fix it probably hush, not hush 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 <laughs> give us a boost okay you can also check us out live on facebook at liquid green products inc you can also write us at liquid green health show at gmail.com that's liquid green health show at gmail.com Please, we'd love to hear from you. Let us know where you're listening from. Let us get those questions, those comments. Please keep them coming. We've been getting a lot of emails coming into us. And, and, and you know, we we always say, you know, where are you listening from? Mm -hmm. Not And we have when, you know, when we get the stats from our producer, it's, it's, Gary. It's a wide range. It's a wide range. A wide, yeah. wide range. I mean, when we see China and Norway, Japan, Japan right, the Netherlands, think, right, what you uh, know, Aruba, okay, <laughs> so yeah, Guyana, yep. works, right. So, folks, every Sunday, you know, like today, 
we have a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun in there giving out tips. Have more fun than others. Yes. <laughs> like, like you, right? Moi. Yeah. <laughs> we, we we give a lot of tips. We do it in an in an edutainment format. And you know, it's designed to stimulate the mind and help bring us one step closer to living a healthier lifestyle. And talking about a healthier lifestyle, yeah. we have impacted quite a few people. Yes, I think so. Um it's it's good to know that we get the emails and we get suggestions yes. and we get comments. We get comments from folks who say yes, they've learned a lot, mm-hmm. or you know, have given them need to further explore certain issues, which is wonderful. But I'm really pleased that we have definitely made an impact yeah. with our young, one specific person, our individual. youngest fa- person, our family, yeah, our nuclear our youngest family. listener. Maya, we don't know if Maya is listening today, but at least if she's not listening, she can hear hear her playback. She sent us... How old is she? Four. Four. Just turned four in January. Yeah. And so she sent us this delightful um, clip. clip. Yeah. So, Gary, I don't know if you have it on hand. I'll just give folks... We're always talking when they come over and we talk health. We don't ram it into them, but we discuss it. Oh, they listen. They listen. Eat your vegetables, etc. And we also, I've, I've said on the air that when they come over, it's like, Nana, can you put on the microbiome video? <laughs> so, folks, I was not lying. Listen to this if you have it there, Gary. Send it now. Go ahead. Um, I a oh oh. All my vegetables this this day and and my mic and my microbiome is gonna be happy and Nana's gonna be happy and and Papa because they want me to be healthy and strong. Oh my gosh, that's so cute! What a smart girl you are! Ah, she's so happy. She came in here like my microbiome's gonna be happy right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And then we wanted to call you. All right. Love you guys. Love you guys. Bye. Mm-hmm. I love you so much. I will draw your heart when you come and visit it. And Uncle Kofi too, right? Yes. Yeah. All right. Love. Bye. Bye. That was. <laughs> I thought, Gary, thank you for playing that. I just wanted to share that with our many listeners. Yeah. But, you know, this is going to leave. So when we say we do make an impact, and even the little ones. Yeah. So today's guest, you're going to read, tell yeah, us about Yeah, before we get to that, guy. our topic today is it's a very interesting topic. And we have a, you know, fascinating guest with us this evening. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about surviving traumatic brain injury, or TBI, as it's medically known. Um Mild traumatic brain injury may affect your brain cells temporarily, but more serious than that, traumatic brain injury can result in bruising, torn tissues, bleeding, and other physical damage to the brain. And these are not, you know, light injuries. These are injuries that can result in serious long-term complications, or even they can even be fatal. There's typically more to a brain injury than meets the eye, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's very sometimes you can see a person yeah. that looks you know quite normal physically, yeah. but you don't know what's going yeah. on. So there's a lot more to that, and, and this is an injury. Be, 
especially true today when you yeah. see when you know you're you can already when, see when you see our guest if you if you're watching us on on uh on youtube, YouTube you can always you you'll see what we're talking about this is an injury that doesn't only affect the person with with uh tbi it also impacts everyone around and and you know when when i think of this i remember the, the situation with with your mom yes. right in her state right and, and that was dementia that was dementia right <laughs> and so you know the right. impact that that have on, on the caregiver on the caregiver right now depending on the severity of the brain injury individuals may demonstrate a wide range of secondary effects ranging from physical emotional or even cognitive and that's what we're absolutely going to get into when we talk with our guests today right some of these issues no i want you mm -hmm. to imagine this and I'm, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm and i'm throwing this out to to our listeners okay. and our viewers i want you to take a seat and imagine this situation mm -hmm. imagine you are on your way to to the top of your career you've you're you're well traveled you have solid friendships your weekly gatherings, you know, you have that with cocktails and all the lively fixings. Mm -hmm. And during your downtime, you find time to, you know, ease the stress by going to the local bookstore or maybe to the library mm -hmm. and you write poetry, okay, right? Mm -hmm. You have overwhelming encouragement from your peers. You're anxiously anticipating the launch of your small business as a personal, you know, stylist. Life is great. Yes. Life is on the rise. Yeah. Then one Sunday, Thursday, one sunny Thursday, your new car crashes. Bam. And the next thing you know, when you open your eyes, you know, there are paramedics holding your neck and you're diagnosed with TBI. Okay. Traumatic brain injury. And with that, so. Yes. That's a wonderful introduction. I like the way you did that. I totally, <laughs> I thought you were making something up, not realizing this is our guest story. And with us today, we have Alexis Lee. And Alexis, it's funny, we met you. I met you um, at a pop-up. It was, I always talk about my friend, Sandra Davis. She's so connected. And she and her son, they have the, the pop-up shows. That's their new images marketplace. I think that's their business. And they had the fun, the family book fair. Yes. And I walked in with Maya and Maxwell. We came really to see the snakes because they had snakes that summer. <laughs> <laughs> and there you were. I looked yes. at your book. You had a few people standing around. You had a beautiful um, pop-up banner. And we spoke. And I said to you, we definitely would love to have you on our show. Because just talking with you for just a few minutes and sharing, I looked at your book, which is here. And it says, beauty, beauty for, ashes. for ashes, beauty for yeah, ashes. Yeah. Good. This is a much better look since the co-host is hidden. <laughs> <laughs> beauty for ashes. But let and me so, tell you before you go on this book, mm -hmm. folks, um, for those of you that are that are listening and watching the show, mm -hmm. it's available on Amazon. Yes. Right. So you can always go to Amazon and you can get a copy. And we'll but tell you more about it later. They're going to want to get the book, right? Yeah. Because after you hear the story, then they'll decide. And everybody should be rushing out to get a copy of this book. I swear. And it was an easy, it was a compelling read. So Alexis, we know you had a car accident. Can yes. you tell us a little bit about that? Uh, so I was, my background in, in terms of my career. Um, well, first of all, thank you so much for having me on your show. This is a huge privilege. 
and I am excited, a little bit nervous, but very, very thankful. I think you're both two lovely people, and what you do is amazing. Um, so my career, professional background, um, I spent um, 12, 13 years in criminal justice, and at the same time, I did intake work for a, um, a woman's shelter who were uh, for families surviving domestic abuse. So I was at court um, that afternoon, ready to get a big juicy burger. I love me a nice burger and headed to the parking lot. Pardon? You're not vegan. (laughs) Oh, I am the biggest meatitarian. I'm sorry. Uh, Yeah. Yes, ma'am. I was, so I was going for lunch and I just had this feeling like, put your phone in your purse and, you know, I was listening to Ray Charles. I like old school and um, it was country road. And, <laughs> and so I said, okay, yeah, I put the phone first off. I went and it was less than five minutes. I found myself just like paramedics holding my neck wow. and it was disastrous. Um, can't say much about that, but I know that um, I went to the hospital. They only x-rayed my arms. I had second degree burns. I don't know if you can see. Yes. This yes. here. So all of this was like this color. Okay. Skin gone. Um, they didn't do any head scans or anything. And then um, my brother came to pick me up. And I think it was like two days later, I felt like I was going to black out. Like everything just started going black. And my um, my brother's fiance took me to urgent care. They said, oh, you know, it's just a little concussion. You'll be back to work by, you know, a couple of days. And I, I had no idea what that was. So I said, okay, they said I would be fine. Well, that the week following, I couldn't move my toes on one side of my body. And it just, everything started to just worsen. Yeah. And every time I went to the doctor, um, it was, it just kept getting worse. And when people were speaking to me, I couldn't understand and my, I'm a university graduate. I also went to college, working in the court system. I think I would know when people are talking to me to understand, right? right? And it started to get scary because my speech was then starting to slur. And then I was just dragging this side. And um, what happened was every appointment with a neurologist just kept getting pushed back. Okay. Wonderful healthcare healthcare system. Um, just because of them being busy at this point, you you have not yet had a brain a, a scan. You have not yet had so, a to this point. Not not a TBI. Okay. Not a TBI. They did. Um, so when I went to when my when I noticed I couldn't move my toes, um, they had done you know, I think the MRI and so they couldn't find anything. Uh, CT couldn't find anything. And then um, when I was supposed to see the neurologist, that appointment got canceled and I had to wait a few extra months. And then, yeah, during that time, things just kept getting worse. I couldn't pay my bills. I couldn't remember how to spell my name. Like letters were just foreign to me. And um, then I ended up being hospitalized because I kept passing out. Mm -hmm. And they kept me in there and... Aside from the accident, this really was traumatic. They had said that I lost my mind. They told my family that, yeah, they told my family that I was doing this on purpose. Really? This was for insurance money. 
And so imagine you're having a hard time understanding what's happening. You can't help yourself. And the people that you are vulnerable with in your healthcare system are treating you like a psych patient. So, so you they're, mean they're, they they're actually, preparing they're preparing to commit her now. No, no, <laughs> you say that again. I I don't think I quite understand. This is for our audience. I have read the book, but for the audience, you said they told you this is from the the system that they told right. you thought you were trying to get insurance. She's making money. it up. Yeah, and they 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 uh, referred me to see a psychiatrist, a hospital psychiatrist. They're preparing mm-hmm. her for that stage, mm-hmm. right? And um, I knew within myself, like, no, I'm not making this up. I had a wonderful life, and now I'm struggling. So, and that part just kept getting, like, kept me getting even more frustrated yes. because everywhere I was turning for help, it wasn't happening. And so, thankfully. I honestly can't remember who it was that referred me. Um, I ended up in front of a sports neurosurgeon, and I am so thankful for this man. Um, and he works with the Raptors, the Leafs, uh, the Blue Jays, and he sent me for a specific head scan. And there's only, at the time, I don't know at this point, there's only two of these machines in the entire province. Oh, wow. Okay. So I had to wait. Another extended period of time for this appointment. And then so in total, it was just around um, two years that they found the injury to my brain. Oh, wow. Two years? Two years after. After the accident. Wow. So could you imagine the the damage? Yeah, that that is taking place and that could have been prevented with earlier diagnosis. And this is, I thought when you have a car accident, it's one of the things they would routinely do. But there now, you go. Right? There you go. Now, my f- one of the most important questions I want to ask you, because I have not met your mom, but from the way you've talked about in the book, I really would, adm- I wish you would have made a thought of it and bring her on the show because... My mom is in Jamaica right now, actually, 24 <laughs> hours. <laughs> Hopefully she's listening, right? <laughs> How did your family, your mom, dad... I know you have a bunch of brothers and sisters. What was the impact with your, start with your mom first. How did she? Um, I think it was hard on my mom knowing the independence I had, my career and all of that. And I do believe in the beginning she was in denial. Okay. And yeah. And then um, I think once things started getting worse, Mm -hmm. she, she, you know, started to come around and I think there's this I want to say stigma within the West Indian Caribbean community that whenever you experience depression which I definitely did experience um it's you you don't want to touch that topic and it's this all right come on get it together kind of thing so as much as my mom was helpful with me in certain activities, there was still that struggle with the the, com- the emotional comp- compassion aspect. Okay. What about your f- friends? I know you talked about friends. Like friends are there for you in the good times and you right. have bad times. Not yeah. my friends yet, but just some of the other friends that surrounded you, some of the girlfriends. I was yes. surprised at the reaction of... Or before we even get there, one of the things Frederick said in the introduction was 
people see you and you don't look as if you've had yes. trauma. Yeah. So that's actually well, looking at her looking at her now. It's, it's the same. You right? can't tell. You can't tell. You can't tell. And even going through it, people didn't think that you were really experiencing what you were going through. How how frustrating. Tell us about the frustration you felt during this period. Ah, if 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 you could scale frustration on a from one to ten, I was probably at a thousand. Oh wow! Because wow. on like, <clears throat> I don't know if I could if I could like have everyone kind of understand. Or I'll put it this way: Imagine going to a foreign country, you don't know the language, and they just drop you in the middle of somewhere. That's what it's like when you don't understand when people are talking to you, you don't understand instructions, you can't keep up with life. And then I'm trying to explain to folks, including family members, you know, I, I don't understand, I'm tired. And then I, I, I'm not remembering the words because I also struggled with aphasia where, where you struggle with word finding. So that made me shut down. Mm-hmm. And then I lost people because I myself couldn't keep up. So it was this this battle of me shutting down because I can't understand, I can't keep up, and I'm embarrassed, as well as they don't understand. So yes. off they go. But you know, you know what what's good that yeah. that experience. Basically, what she was experiencing is a disconnect between mind and brain, okay. in a sense, because here she is trying to express herself, but the brain is not allowing her to do it right so there's a disconnect and that is a lot of frustration that that could lead people to a deep dark tunnel yes which which you actually did right in the book you mentioned you got to the point where you thought why me how can i cope suicide share some of those experiences with us it is one of the most scariest, darkest experiences that someone can go through. I wouldn't wish it on anyone. And I would deeply encourage folks that if you know someone who is struggling with depression, share kindness, be present, affirm all of these things, because your mind constantly feeds into this, I don't belong here. And I don't want to be here. And then I, I was so dependent on people. I felt like a burden. Yes, right. And so, to me, you lose everything. So what's the point? Yeah. What's the point? And I, I literally would lay there, thinking I'm going to go to sleep, and I don't want to wake up. And then I get frustrated when I did wake up. And that, okay. and that's the disconnect. That's- but then you did have some supporters and yes. you your the the boy Mark who you had a yes. crush on since you were 12. Yes. And I love that you could have actually written another book about that love story. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was there for you. I mean, this is somebody that you met early in your life and you had a very Christian upbringing. So I'm yes. gonna throw two things at you. Sure. Growing up in the church. Which you know is stifling. We grew up in the church, but as soon as we could, we got out. So we're not <laughs> in the church. All right. Okay. So that's okay. a difference that you have, and it's uh, it's good because you have lots of people like yourself 
that who say you probably couldn't have made it without that spiritual connection. But then you also had not just the heavenly support, the spiritual support, you also had support in your boyfriend. So tell yes. us about your upbringing, how you met Mark and how he helped you. Because I know the grocery shopping, the taking you to the bath, all those things. Just share some. Yeah. He, he would literally put me on his back when oh. I couldn't walk. <clears throat> He's a big six, I think six, one, six, two. Oh. And I'm only five feet. So I'm very tiny. Okay. And um, so when it got to the point where I was using a walker and then sometimes my leg would completely give out and I couldn't walk, he told me on his back. Okay. So, uh, yeah, um, I did grow up in church. I grew up with my grandma. Um, and so it was an apostolic church where women don't wear pants, you don't wear makeup, you don't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and it was very strict. My household was super strict. Um, so I'll try to kind of tie things together with me and Mark growing up. So I met him on the way to the, the um, convenience store. My uncle, this shows you how dated this is. This is when they sold cigarettes to children. Okay. So my uncle used to smoke. My uncle wasn't in church. And I, I grew up with my aunt and uncle and my grandma. This was and back so in Jamaica, he, right? This sorry? In Jamaica. No, this was here in Canada. Oh, this was here in Canada. Okay. A convenience yeah. store. Oh, right. <laughs> not shop. I'm, I'm just thinking the same thing to not kids. A, I was thinking Jamaica. shop, convenience right. store. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. my uh, my uncle sent me to buy his Demarier cigarettes, and then I would get paid. I would get the, the, the $1 paper bill. Okay. For that. And on my way there, I saw Mark playing electric cars. Uh, we the um, remote control cars, and I was like, "Oh, that's a boy." But in it, in my house, you just keep your head straight and and move on. So by the time I got to high school, lo and behold, who's in my high school? Wow. Him. But I'm this church girl, and I know I'm not allowed to have boyfriends. So kept my head straight. And whenever he would want to walk me home or whatnot, it would be a problem. If I wanted to stay after school, no, come home. You have to cook, clean, wash, go to Bible study, <clears throat> young people meet in something. So every time we would just keep missing each other. College, we'd miss each, see each other, but never get to connect. And um, we ended up reconnecting um, at his, his best friend's passing. Right. And so right. went from there. The, mm -hmm. Yes, yes, yes. And so um, we ended up starting our relationship. And um, he had been so helpful through the time he would do, as you said, do grocery shopping, um, take me to appointments. He missed a lot of work. And when I talk about this in the memoir, when I was having a hard time understanding and he would want me to go out and still engage with people, my signal to him that I don't understand and I want to leave is I'd scratch the palm of his hand. Oh, okay. So, so he, we, we would hold hands everywhere. And that's also because I was afraid of outside. Not this um, terror, fear, but I couldn't understand. Okay. So he was my, he was my safety. And I, I'd, I'd constantly scratch his hand to say, like, I want to go. I don't understand what's happening. And then some of your girlfriends didn't understand that. You actually lost some of your girlfriends, right? Yes. Yes. No. Um, 
another very important area is the support that you get the, from the PSWs, right? Now, our system, we don't realize how important the system is when it works, because not all PSWs and not all agencies are created equal. So right. could you share with us some of the experiences you had with the great personal support workers and the ones that were really quite horrible and did not do anything for you? My days. <laughs> yeah. so my occupational therapist was yeah. amazing from start to finish. Okay. Um, and um, I, I have nothing but great things to say about her. PSWs, it went from... I'm bored. I don't know what to do to some of them not listening to the requirements that I had in, in my home um, to people like you'll read about or folks will read about Maria, who I'm still in contact with. I spoke to her last week. Um, and so she was very supportive, very helpful. And I really believe she took it personally how I was treated. And she came with me to medical appointments. She would come early. She would leave late. Maria would cook dinner. I, she was a blessing. And I think she made up for all of the horrible experiences that I had with the other PSWs. Like what? Like what? So, it, for example, she, would, she was very lovingly encouraging. No, I mean, yeah. what would be the situation? We've heard the good yeah. yes. Just give us a, one or two things that... Uh, a PSW could do to really impact negatively on your situation? So um, one of them would write all of her, her hours when she didn't even work. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> she to figure you're not going to figure it out. Not, you're not going to understand. Oh, my days. Another one I said to her, I was trying to explain, you have to document, you know, what you've done. Mm -hmm. I don't have time for that. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm yeah. gonna give my I'm gonna give my girlfriend a plug. We're hoping to have Natasha Lee. She's not your sister, right? <laughs> but she owns an agency, Passionate for Passionate Care. Okay. And you know what? She just wrote a book, nice. and she's talking. She hires basically her life is providing PSW nurses, etc. So we're hoping to bring her on. So and I read her book, and it really when I heard you say this then I realize how important a job she is doing. Yes. Yeah. She mm -hmm. is absolutely one of the kindest, most loving, genuine people. So yeah. I realize now that it's really critical to have these people in your life because sometimes family, as much as they'd like to be there, they can't. They can't. Right. Mm -hmm. right. Not only not only they can't because of their, 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 their hours they, and other commitment, say, mm -hmm. but they can't because... Probably they can't just deal with the situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so they, you know, they just yeah. stay away as much as they can. But I, I, I want to um, get to your book here. In, in your book, you mentioned, you said that if someone were to ask me to use the word, to use one word to describe my experience in dealing with TBI, it would be, and you went on to say lonely and stuff like that. But tell us in your own words, what it was like trying to relearn things all right. over again, learning to That's write, something. learning to recognize letters, yeah. learning to, and in your case, did you have to learn to walk? Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah. Well, so I was, there would be times where I couldn't. So to walk without a walker, indeed, to, to learn to walk in heels again, indeed. Okay. Yeah. 
I remember one experience you had. They said what well, you were on the mend and you were using the walker as opposed to the wheelchair and you were alone for some reason in your house and you got stuck. Yes. I can imagine that was fear. You said like panic attack. You it was horrible. Different things. Tell us what a panic attack feels like. And after that, Frederick, I think we should go to some emails yeah. because we have quite a few coming in. Okay. Um, so that instance was definitely scary because I was alone. And as you said, I used to use the walker as, as my makeshift wheelchair. Mm -hmm. And you feel like you can't breathe and you have no control over your body. It is terrifying. I don't wish it on anyone. Mm -hmm. And um, just to touch back on what it's like to relearn, Fred. Yes. I, the first thing that came to my mind when you said that is your people, your your surroundings. When you have encouragement and support that want you to flourish and thrive, it helps with your healing. So I wrote about my sister Paula, yes. who I would call. She's younger. And I'd have to call her because at the time I went down to a grade three at math level and I'd call her and I'd say, I don't remember, like counting five, four, three, two. I couldn't do that. I couldn't understand it. And she was so lovingly patient. That's okay. Let's try again. And if I started crying, she would just say, Lex, go take a break. We'll try again another day. That was actually really cute because she has a bunch of kids. And two. She had two kids. Okay. And she had somebody else had like seven. Who was it? Oh, that was <laughs> that was my cousin who I went to her house. Oh, yeah. Right. And was was she also helping you? She was homeschooling five of those seven kids. I thought who has seven kids nowadays. But anyway, um, she was homeschooling her kids and you were at the table and they were helping Auntie Alex, yeah. right? Yeah. So that's, uh, oh, my goodness. So, Frederick, let's get, it, it's a powerful story. Let's hear what some of the listeners are saying. Where are they listening from? Give us yeah, um, here's one from Ray. It's not saying where he's listening from. No, if folks are tuning in and they just oh in oh in. yeah, um, let me let me just uh, okay. touch on that. Um, okay, folks, if you're tuning in for the first time or you're late tuning in, today uh, our topic is we are addressing a, a situation with our guests who uh, experience a very traumatic brain injury. And she's telling us about her lived experience. Her name is Alexis Lee, and you're listening to the Liquid Green Health Show. Alexis is uh, not only a brain trauma, traumatic brain injury survivor, but you know she has overcome most of the obstacles, mm -hmm. uh, so much so that she's been able to publish her own book, um, for those of you that are watching on YouTube or on Facebook, uh, this is the name of the book, Beauty for Ashes. And this book um, can be, you can pick up, get a copy uh, from Amazon. Yes. And we're going to tell you more about how to get it. So, And when you come back, I'm going to talk about the title as well. Yes. I know where that Why is the, Right. Why okay. The so Henry says, hello to Fred and Janet. So glad the show, this snow. <laughs> will now be going away here in the GTA. Yeah, it's going away actually pretty quickly. Thank you for the show today. Yeah, and, and, and um, I started maybe... to read one from Ray. And Ray said, hi, what a story today. So interesting. Yeah. Thank you for that, Ray. And Winnie says, the audio clip of your granddaughter <laughs> was so lovely. Yeah. Your topic today is very serious and a good one. And thank you for sharing. Thank you, Winnie. There's one I from Alice. Alice said, um... What a very uh, brave lady. Thanks to Fred and Janet for telling the world 
about this medical issue. Such bravery. I love this show today. May, may our Lord bless all of you. Now, Janet, get to church. <laughs> <laughs> Not, I love to go to church for the music. I love the music. But uh, I don't know. I think the messages are overkill. I don't consider myself a, a sinner who needs saving. So there you go. That's for she's another a heathen. Another she's a heathen, folks. <laughs> Monique. Monique says... Fred, what a dramatic introduction. That was really, really good. I well, like thank the way you. you did that. Thank you me. did a good job, yeah. like something out of a hit movie. <laughs> so Alexis, probably we can get you to do him do, you know, do a sound thing for you. To, <laughs> that would be good. And she says, but in reality, it is so sad. Thank you for telling your audience about this issue. All thank right? you. Here's one from Don. Hello to Janet. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. You're, you're right now? Okay. Here's one from Don. Fred is right on regarding a disconnect. Mm -hmm. This is a mental health issue that needs to be addressed. It's very important to discuss this. Thanks for this. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Don. And um, Cindy said, hello, Coxes. This is so sad. I feel for your guest. Blessings to her and her family. All right. So we were going to get back to the book. Mm -hmm. And uh, I love the name. And I thought, mm, unusual. Until I read, and we know it's uh, from the Bible. It's a verse yes. from the Bible. Is so, it Isaiah? Yes. Yeah, I, I know. How do you know? <laughs> You've stopped reading the Bible. How do you know? <laughs> yeah, so okay. could you share with us why the title? Sure. And what the church, not the church, but what your walk with uh, spiritual walk, how that has helped you? For sure. So the title, so I'll, I'll share this. The book itself, I would say, is a miracle because I was still struggling with processing and comprehension. And folks around me kept saying, you need to write about this. And I was getting annoyed because I was thinking, do you people not see that I'm struggling with reading and writing? How am I going to write a book? Yeah. So... Um, because of the light and sound sensitivity at the time, I couldn't go into the assembly um, for church. So I would try to watch sermons online. And it didn't matter what sermon I watched. Someone was saying, you should write a book. Someone needs to write a book. Start the book. And I was like, okay, so we're going to do that. And then the, the title, I just kept seeing Beauty for Ashes. Yes. All around. And then I, I, I learned um, what this scripture was speaking about. And so I said, okay, I'll name it Beauty for Ashes in the subtitle Memoir of a Traumatic Brain Injury Survivor. Okay. That's where that came from. Um, my, my faith walk is much different from what I grew up. Um, what would I say? What I grew up in? Mm -hmm. um, I have, I, I am still a believer in Jesus, um, but I don't. I don't have this fear. Okay. I have reverence, but I don't have this fear that lightning is going to strike me everywhere I go. Hell and damnation. <laughs> because that, 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 well, I took everything that happened to me as God was done with me. Yeah. That's your hell and damnation right there. Yeah. And, and that, that was part of the main reason why I didn't want to live any, anymore. What's the, if I'm thinking God is done with me, why, why bother live? Right. And so now I have a relationship with, um, I would say, with the Lord, and I read the word, and it gives me hope. It helps me to be encouraged, and it, um, you know, I just, that's my gift. 
I take it as 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 that's for me. So, so that's where my faith is. In other words, you have you have a disconnect from the religious uh, um, that religious connection, a more a spiritual connection. I would say um, I've learned who Christ is for myself, not what my grandma taught me, not what I you know what I. And then you, I think we also have to kind of see folks who were born in like the early 1900s, they had a different understanding of scripture. Mm-hmm. My oh. grandma believed you couldn't go in the kitchen if your head was, wasn't covered. <laughs> my dad who grew up Anglican thought, if you're not in the Anglican church and there's pipe organ music, God is not going to be there. You know? Oh, I didn't hear that one. So... <laughs> The whole religious Christian journey, it's another That's it's a another topic. Whole, a whole different topic on the next show. But Can I, before oh, you go, go ahead. Mm-hmm. this is a wonderful uh, mm-hmm. email that just came in. Okay. And it came in from Tammy. Okay. And Tammy says, do you know what makes the Liquid Green Health Show so amazing? You can take every seri- very mm-hmm. serious and important topics and get them out to the world while still being entertaining humorous and honest this has to be one of the best shows on radio anywhere oh thanks for the teachings education and wit we love you here in washington dc wow thank you so much thank you we're going to yes we're We're going to publish that that to get some more listeners thank you thank you thank you yeah that's tammy Uh, we really appreciate that and actually you know what we have our niece in washington yeah i wonder if she's listening Probably she'll get Tammy, Tammy to tell Nadine to listen. Yes. <laughs> yes. Anyway, and this also helps Tammy because we have wonderful guests who are with powerful stories and who are willing to share. share. Yeah. Right. You had a uh, there is a chapter in the book called uh, it's in Latin um, and it says Talitha Cumis, yes. which means arise. And I think for me, that was the turning point. That was of the, the awakening. Story. The awakening right. Yeah. The, yeah. The awakening, Den- what, yeah. Is, what is it? Denouement or whatever. In her journey. Doing, yeah. yeah it, that's a turning point, right? So you had many milestones. Yeah. You started journaling. You, yes. um, you started, as you just mentioned, the writing. When people think, oh, my God, why? How can I even write? You're, you developed that relationship with God, with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And you started for me, which is the most important thing when you listen to all the experts around, for most traumas, for most situations, you have to forgive yourself. Yes. So yes. what happened when you forgave yourself and how did that actually start changing things for you? Because I remember, I mean, Frederick, she used to be a stylist. Yes. Mm-hmm. Red heel pumps. Yes, ma'am. Dialogue <laughs> bags. You're putting it together for people. The nail polish got a match. The, the, the do. I can just imagine you there. All right. <laughs> and then to make that complete switch and be helpless and dependent. Yeah. Wanting to not wake up. Yeah. So tell us about that chapter where you said, arise. That's like coming out of a mentor, mm-hmm. the Egyptian yeah. uh, mm-hmm. mythology, mm-hmm. out of a mentor of that yeah. dark place. Right. Yes. Seeing the mountaintop. Mm-hmm. Tell yeah. us. Well, that's that's the whole butterfly on top of the heel. Ah. Okay. Yeah. That's what it is. That's, oh. what, that's what that is. Metamorphosis. Okay. Mm-hmm. So mm. I am. Um, 
You know what? I did not get that till you just explained. Yeah. <laughs> I saw the pumps, but I didn't get the significance of the butterfly. So good for sharing that. Mm-hmm. No, okay. Um, I realized I had to let go. I had to stop beating myself up because I would constantly think, well, if I had just left for my lunch break on time, then this wouldn't have happened. Well, if I had just, and I couldn't, I couldn't bear the weight of that anymore. And I wanted to just be free of heaviness. And I actually remember it was in the, in the evening, I just laid on the bed and I just started to say, you know what, I released that thought, I released this person, I released that person, and it just felt so freeing. Mm-hmm. And so I take it into practice even now to try and just let offensive people or situations go as best as I can. Some of them are a little, take a little time. <laughs> to get rid of <laughs> But it is it is so healthy because it that's negativity that you're you're harnessing within yourself. And if you let it go, you're making room for so much so much love and so much grace. You're making room for so much positivity. So you have to learn, find a way, write it out, speak it out, something. But you have to find a way to release people who have damaged or offended you whatever the case is it's so freeing yeah, yeah. but so very difficult to do isn't it yes yes it's, it's a process i think it's a pro- depending on the, the depth of the hurt or the offense it is a process yeah how many days have you cried oh. my oh my god oh, geez listen to me mm-hmm. my my harvest of tears is great <laughs> <laughs> oh wow um I'll, i would if it wasn't every day it'd probably be every other day yeah 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 because yeah. it was just sorry go ahead no go ahead go ahead finish up finish with your um it just um i just think that um it's 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 rough everything sorry excuse me i'm so sorry mm-hmm. that's okay that's okay you know that the, the story, mm-hmm. the story that she's mm-hmm. telling, mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's touching. Yeah, it's very very emotional, mm-hmm. and for her to to develop that mindset because that's what it came down to. Yeah, she mm-hmm. had to develop that mindset to overcome the physical trauma yeah. and and to to bring herself back into a state where mm-hmm. she is today. So that was, and we're, we're winding down. The time goes so fast. It's already almost quarter after. Yeah. Actually, it's past quarter after. But you you were in a situation, and I think it was with your cousin. And she said, listen, you really have to know, think of where you came from. Mm-hmm. Where are you now? Like, yeah. is Alexis? Because yes. All, I mean, I know how the story ends, and mm-hmm. we don't want to give away the ending because people got to buy the book to find out. Yes, yes. Um, and I like that it reads like it reads like a good fiction, but really? it's really fiction. It's like, <laughs> it's like a really dramatic love story. So much betrayal. It has all the elements of a, yes. of a novel, right? Yes. And uh, we want. To, I, the question that was asked is, 
who is Alexis now? Yes. That is a question I would like to ask you because with the memory loss, the migraines, mm. um, are you are you back? In the book, you said it's not a it's not a sprint; it's a process. Right, it's a process. Yeah. So let us know who are you now, and how has this changed you, and what do you want to do in the future? Um, those are good questions. Um, so now I would say I'm a woman who values who values myself, and I value time. Because I worked so much trying to climb this ladder, not being mindful of me. And time is very precious. I was on my way for a burger. (laughs) And all of this happened, you know. So you start to become mindful of your interactions. You're mindful of your surroundings. You're mindful of your relationships. Um, I am definitely, I, I call myself a conqueror. I'm not wearing it right now, but I made a, a necklace that said conqueror. Okay. Yes. Survive. For sure. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's I a, am. Conqueror. Conqueror. Yeah. Conqueror. yeah. Um, right between yes. surviving and conquering. And conquering. Because yes. conquer mm-hmm. is active. Yes. We're surviving. Yeah. You're gonna, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I definitely would say that I am an author and speaker. And this is, you asked what I want to do in the future. I am, I am in my lane now. This is, this is what I do. I love it. I really believe that this is my destiny. And what I was meant to do is encourage folks who've experienced any type, type of trauma um, or similar experiences to mine or TBI, whatever it is, and just bring awareness and education and encouragement and support. You now, know, there's there's, there's a question I want to ask before mm-hmm. we let you go. Okay, um, sure. You might have briefly touched on it, but is there a gap in memory? Um, certain things. You know, it's funny. I would. So I wrote about this the the memory milestones where I went around to different places um, to jog my memory. Right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there are certain things. Um, from the accident and then into like the rough part that I don't quite remember, but I'd say my memory is, is, is okay. Now I think for little things, like if I'm in the kitchen and I have to pause and say like, Oh, what, what was I doing here? Kind Trust of thing. Me. Trust me. It happens to all of us. Age, huh? <laughs> that is now, we not have a traumatic brain injury. And I'm upstairs and I'm thinking, what did I come upstairs for? Yeah. And I figure it out and say, ah, are you looking for yeah. some of those things? That's always funny. But um, it's this is um, I want to just come back very briefly to the diagnosis and the doctors sure. because this is Canada, mm-hmm. and we have some of the best when it comes to healthcare, yes. or that's what we think. Right. But if you're in a car accident and it takes two years to be diagnosed that you have traumatic brain injury, my God, Something what can wrong I say with the about system. we were in Jamaica when mm-hmm. a little kid about nine years old, two of my three of us, three of us sisters had a car accident, the loudest noise I've ever heard. I still remember yes. that noise. Yes. You don't remember the accident, but you remember the loudness. Can I add? Sure. Um, even like if you slam doors, yeah, yeah, slam cupboards, it like jolts you. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. 
I'm now, as I say, you know, my three score years and 10th year. And <laughs> we were never taken, we were taken to the hospital just briefly. And we've never been examined, nothing. So thank God. I mean, right. for years, for about four, five, six years of my life, my face was so swollen. I stopped taking Oh, my days. Right? So that must have been quite traumatic. And here I am listening to you and thinking, my God, I hope that doesn't happen anymore. Because yeah. car accidents are now way more cars on the road. More yes. Drunk drivers and yeah. whatever. More... <laughs> Snowstorms and these are much and... more are, are much faster than, than yeah. That. yeah. Oh no, but I actually have kind of like a mm -hmm. a question, kind of in the it, just from my experience. It's something folks ask me, and it's something that that I put out there, like when I'm having these conversations. Why is it that when you see someone who's in a motor vehicle accident, the front is totally damaged, windshield damaged? Why would you not? think oh head trauma yeah mm -hmm. why are there are so many people i've spoken to you know at different um events who say oh i have a tbi and the first thing they told me is i have depression and anxiety what yeah. so that means that whole mental issue probably should be re-examining some of those cases right who knows? yeah yeah anyway um we have come this to the end of the time with you fascinating Yes, right. I enjoyed my time. Yeah, this is this. <laughs> I enjoyed having yeah. you. It's, it's, right? It's, I, I, I have no words for this. But we this have not a... told people how to get your book. Yeah, we have to tell people. Just before that, there are a couple more emails. Let's see what Lisa says. Lisa says, hi, Fred and Janet. I have to agree with that last email about your radio show. I have listened to you several times, and you have talked about such serious and sad topics. But the subjects are always broken up with humor, especially with Fred. <laughs> and you make your guests feel really comfortable and interesting. Yeah. What a show. The absolute best. And here's so, Fred, one. kudos to you. Yay. And here's one from Tim. And Tim says, hello, I just went to Alexis's website. What a beautiful woman, both mentally and physically. I love those red heels. So sexy. Yeah. <laughs> Even the picture on the book. I yeah. mean, you know, you are so Can we call you sexy in the church? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I actually, I'm a very shy person. But when, yeah. like, I, you, and my face is getting hot right now. <laughs> so thank you again. And tell us how we can get your book. And yes. I mean, we have some proactive people who are already going to the website. So that's awesome. Um, Mm -hmm. Okay, so um, you can go to uh, my website. There's a direct link at www.thankfully.com. And um, you can also find me on other platforms like um, uh, Chapters, in Indigo, places like that. You can look it up at Amazon. It'll get you, you know, your Prime membership, I guess, if you have it. You can get it the next day or two days. Um, email is... Letty, L-E-D-D-Y-L-E-E -E -E at P-M dot M-E. And there's also Peter, M as in mother, E. P as in Peter, M as in mother, dot M as in mother, e. Me. Me. <laughs> Yeah, so to get the book, folks, you just go to her website. That's thankful Lee. That uh, that's spelled L E E. Am I correct? Yeah. Right. Thankful Lee 
com, and you can get a copy of her book. Uh, also, you can write her to Letty Lee, which is spelled L-E-D-D-Y-L-E-E at pm.me. Okay. Right? And that's okay. how you can get her book. Yeah. And uh, trust me, it's a fascinating read. It is. And, it's, um, it's you know, very, it's, very, it's, very uh, it's touching. And I'm so touching. glad I met you and I wish you all the best. You both as well. And I hope that we never get into these situations. Yes. Yes. Never. Right? No one. Yeah. No one. Okay. So thanks again. Now, thank you. Have gonna, a wonderful evening. We're going to change. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, what are you going to talk about? The cake. Yeah. Because for everybody who's li- who was listening, yeah. they know we had the draw last week. Yes. And our winner, Tate, responded. And yeah. Tate was in the Netherlands. The Netherlands, right. Right? So yeah. we've been emailing back and forth. We're willing to email to send him the cake. But do you want to read the email from Tate? Uh, I, don't, I don't. There it is. Yeah, where is it? Okay, we let me read this Tate. email. And Tate and says, Tate says, um, hi, Coxes. Thank you. It will cost around $95 plus if you ship for a 10-day delivery. Any longer than that would be a bit cheaper. But this is food. And with all the disruption of handling, I would think that it would be better to get it here quicker than later. And then Tit goes on to say, why don't we do Hmm. this? Since I'm the winner and I would love to have it, can I also designate someone else to have it? If so, Please give it to, and look at the first name, please give it to Fred. (laughs) And yourself from me. Right. And he said, that would make me happy. And Tate, I don't know. I I appreciate that, Tate. That would make me sad. Because I've been waiting to have this cake anyway. I think that's why it went to the Netherlands. Because (laughs) you've been harboring those, you've been holding those thoughts on this cake. Hey, Fred, what time should I come over? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> We're gonna have wine and 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 and, and Caribbean rum cake no, tonight, Gary. Seriously, I want to ask you a question. Yes. What do you think? Is that uh, does that sound like Fred should be eating this cake? What do you? Well, think? maybe Frederick shouldn't be eating the cake, but I know I would be. But uh-huh. uh, but yeah, it's it's hey, enjoy right, enjoy it. I've had those cakes before. Figure- they're they're delicious. <laughs> But I figure we've, you know, we genuinely want to give the cake to someone. But I you know what the problem is with that really quick is if you're sending out a book or this or that, that's one thing. But you're sending out food. And that's and the problem is, even though the food would be properly packaged and this and that. Yeah, for sure. But you got the handling and this and that. And it goes through customs and everything else. And that's a little bit harder. And especially if. The delivery is late, whatever. You're still talking food, right? So you right. want to get and it to custom, the... Per- customs will open it and poke it with a they knife. They do. You never know, right? I have two... We have two minutes, and I'm going to say this. Yeah. We might run an extra minute, Gary, because I want to say this. Go ahead. My friend Jackie, Jackie Washington, I can say her last name. Jackie wanted to win this cake so much. So Jackie... Okay, no, no, no. We're not giving this cake away. I'm inviting you over to come oh. and share the cake with us so that Fred and I alone... But she's not listening. Not she's not listening. She's not on today. She's so no, that, that, that is cancelled. That, that offer is cancelled. So Jackie... She has to be listening. Come on over. Or Gary, Mike, come on over and have some cake and wine. All nice. Right. I'll talk to you. <laughs> okay. All right. Great. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, oh, it's, it's, that that yeah. has brought us to the end of the show. You know what? Okay. This, yeah, this was a very insightful 
uh, broadcast today. Very, very good good topic. Wonderful guest. And uh, with that, folks, um, you know, an hour goes so quickly, right? It has brought us to the end of the show. And as usual, we always like to, you know, give our two-piece, which is good health is central to human happiness and well-being. It contributes significantly to prosperity and wealth and even economic progress. And as healthy individuals, we can be more productive and may even live longer. So until next Sunday, same time, same station, this is Fred and Janet saying, let's stay healthy. You're supposed to stay with me. Oh, I was thinking, I was thinking, instead of doing the musical out, can we out? I don't know if it's possible. Can we out with Maya, even a part of it? You mean your the the clip? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure, Can give me give me one time. second. Just say goodbye again. Let me switch some stuff here real quick. Okay, I okay. didn't even. So know I'm going to read coming. the last paragraph again. As healthy individuals, we can be more productive and even live a little bit longer. So, so until next Sunday, same time, mm-hmm. same station. This is Fred and Janet Cox saying, "Let's, let's stay, stay healthy. healthy on Reality Radio 101." And I'll go ahead. Um, I a. All, all, all mm-hmm. my vegetables this this day and and my mic and my microbiome is gonna be happy and then is gonna be happy and and Papa because they want me to be healthy and strong. Oh my gosh, that's so cute! What a smart girl you are! Ah, she's so happy. She came in here like my microbiome's gonna be happy, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And then we wanted to call you. All right, love you guys. Love you guys. Bye. Mm-hmm. I love you so much. I will draw your heart when you call me visit a bit. And Uncle Kofi too, right? Yes. Yeah. All right, love. Bye. for listening to the liquid green health show with your hosts fred and janet cox right here on reality radio 101